0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we're taking the time, using our imagination, putting it to good use to sense and imagine that we're here together, all of us. And uh, what brings us together is this mutual attraction and appreciation of these wise teachings that have been passed down for so many generations, starting with the Buddha, of course there was wisdom even before the Buddha, But this particular articulation of the teachings of human common sense, I like to think of it as, and then so many people in their busy lives, in their difficult lives. This isn't the first pandemic, the first crisis, won't be the last. And somehow through all those generations people cultivated these wise teachings and realized the benefits of deepening of compassion, skillful action, wise understanding in their lives and could articulated and support others the next generation. So that's a it's worthy of taking a few minutes whenever you're gonna do some spiritual practice, some Dharma practice to using the imagination to tap into the power and the support we get from lineage, from feeling part of community. And especially at these times at this time rather, Because we're not so much in physical community, we have to rely on that capacity we have to remember and imagine and sense. So as we do this chant on page 27, the Reflections on Sharing Blessing, (laughs) use our imagination to hear the other voices as we do this together. So now let us chant the Verses of Sharing and Aspiration. Through the goodness that arises from my practice, may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue, my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon and all virtuous leaders of the world, may the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, may those who are friendly indifferent or hostile. May all beings receive the blessings of my life. May they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless through the goodness that arises from my practice and through this act of sharing May all desires and attachments quickly cease and all harmful states of mind until I realize Nibbana in every kind of birth. May I have an upright mind with mindfulness and wisdom austerity and vigor may the forces of delusion not take hold nor weaken my resolve the Buddha is my excellent refuge unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma the solitary Buddha is my noble guide the Sangha is my supreme support. Through the supreme power of all these, may darkness and delusion be dispelled. And settling in, adjust the postures you might need to. <clears throat> grateful that we have this time to settle and to cultivate this stable, unshakable, fearless, loving presence, this generous presence. And of course, we begin with what's most obvious, the sitting body here, the breathing body, the seeing body, the hearing body, all these ordinary ways that this body is sensitive to the world, in a sense exposed to the world. So we're opening to this present moment, reality, and then therefore can begin to notice when the mind is distracted, and then those other moments when the mind is not distracted, it's present, open, receiving the totality of the body, the sitting body, the breathing body. Acknowledging the moments of being lost in thought and just as relevant, acknowledging the moments of being present, intimate with the body sitting. See if it's possible to discern this more subtle pleasure of being present. It's a kind of healing pleasure. The mind, the heart feeling somewhat released from its usual entanglements from the push and pull of desire. So it has this quality of ease or rest, relaxation, being present, which means allowing the conditions of the present moment, the movement of the mind and body, allowing all of this to come and go, as it will anyway. Not in conflict with what's coming and going here in the body, but also not in conflict with what's coming and going in the heart and mind. So in a sense, we're learning, it's a skill we're developing, learning to harmonize, or even more specifically, learning to allow something beautiful to arise here. And what's actually beautiful is this beautiful way of relating. So it isn't so much what we're feeling in the body, Initially, or what we're seeing or noticing in the mind. But this inner pleasure, and it really arises from the beauty of relating to what's coming and going with wisdom and kindness. The stable, fearless, expansive presence that simply knows it's like this now, and that's okay. Can't really be other than the way it is right now in the body and in the mind. And we learn to follow this thread of pleasure, this pleasure of equanimity, this pleasure of balance and evenness and intimacy. And let everything else happen on its own. You just keep aligning with the rightness of being present. So let's continue in silence for a while. Whenever you feel like the mind is being drawn into distraction over and over again, sometimes it's more effective to cultivate an interest in the pleasure of being present, the good feeling that comes with the mind opening to the experience of the body sitting, the breathing body, and looking for how that feels good, feels right. That can be more effective than thinking I have to look at the different hindrances that are causing the distraction or underneath these distractions. We don't really need to be too concerned a lot of the time about distraction. It's just what the mind does. It proliferates, it thinks about this and that, it worries, it plans. And there's a lot of momentum behind these habits of the mind. Neither good nor bad, it's just how it is. So instead of feeling we have to chase down and uproot these habits of distraction, let's cultivate a new habit that feels good. It's subtle, but we can train the mind to notice the subtle pleasure of being settled, being open to the way it is right here and now, this inclusive, awareness that begins with acknowledging the sitting body, the breathing body, the sensitive body, and then continues including the activity of the mind, the mood, the attitudes of mind, and all the subtle and not so subtle qualities here in the moment. Notice when the mind seems to be believing the thought that I can't practice with this when it's like this. So one way or another, the mind wanting to give up. And if we can remember in those moments to still value present moment awareness, mindful awareness, So then the mind-wisdom is aware that I want to give up, that I'm frustrated, that I don't think I can practice. So then, that's what's being known, being felt. Remember, the practice of mindfulness doesn't really care what's being known. The mind could be really acting out, the habit of mind might be very skillful and beautiful, but mindfulness's job is simply to reflect, oh, this is what's happening, this is what's being known, being felt. It's like this now. Let's take the last two minutes or so. Allow the eyes to open. So, in this experience with the eyes open, we want to normalize the experience of being present. So we're not thinking about it in terms of focusing one's attention on a meditation object, but rather a more natural remembering to be present or remembering what's being known, what's being felt. And you might notice that the attention wants to focus in on one particular experience, like what you're seeing or what you're hearing. But see instead if we can notice that sense of space, the space of awareness, that inclusive space of the present moment where things are coming and going, being known, and that inner pleasure of equanimity, that non-stickiness of the mind and heart, the not being pushed around by what's happening. So in a way, we're learning that in a very deep, subtle sense, we belong in the present moment. We belong in this experience of intimacy, clarity, and kindness.